Okay, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Hope everybody's well. For those that are here live, thanks for being here. For those who are here any day of the week, whenever you're listening to this, we appreciate it. We've been talking yesterday about this idea of clarifying our beliefs, building a foundation that's strong. Yesterday on the Shabbat show, we had a whole bunch of guests related to nature. It was pretty cool. And one of our guests spoke about trees and how they grow. It was fascinating. So as you know, the concept of a seed and how the seed has to remove its shell before it can release its life force. You know, the challenges of our lives release our life force. But he said something else that was pretty cool. He said that in truth, that the way a tree really does grow and strengthens itself is when, when it when it when it shakes, so to speak, when the wind blows it. The trees that don't have wind blowing it don't get strong. And it's because when a tree has strong roots, the roots sort of provide the foundation, and the wind actually strengthens it, so that it can stand the test of time. In many ways, that's how we live our lives. If we have strong roots. Now let's understand what that means. When I mean strong roots, I don't mean a strong family. Strong family is very important and it's a huge gift from God. But for those that don't have that, it doesn't mean that you don't have strong roots. I don't want people to think that their roots were given to them. And if they weren't been given those roots, now they're stuck. If you were blessed with a good family and a strong family and a supporting family and role models that you learned from, whether they're the role models that are related to you or the role models that are in your classrooms, the role models that are in your communities, great. Wake up in the morning and add it to your list of things to thank God for. But if you weren't given that gift, it doesn't mean that you can't and don't already have strong values and strong roots. It doesn't have to have been perfect growing up for you. Life didn't have to hand you everything you needed that you see you needed because life hands you everything that you need, whether we realize it or we don't. And so a lot of what all of us have are roots. And for those who feel that they didn't have the right exposure growing up, they didn't have the right exposure in their lives, they hit a wall along the way, a relationship wall. Things happened. It doesn't mean that their roots are broken. Because the end of the day, really what it comes down to is your mind. There's a concept of your soul, but that's beyond us, but your mind. And so the person who had the right parent or the right uh, teacher or educator that showed them through example, how to have the trait of resilience. Great. What an, what an amazing opportunity that you got, like wonderful. You got you know, a personalized test of resilience, a personalized example of resilience. So you can create neuroplasticity as to how it works. That's amazing. 
I feel very blessed that in my career, I've had, you know, a whole bunch of really great years at some great companies. I watched great CEOs and thank God Hashem put me in the right room. So I was able to see it close up. That That's, I find that to be a, a gift he gave me. It doesn't mean that someone who never saw that can't get more. All it is is, is brain activity. And so for some people, they get it from their parents. Some people, they get it from their grandparents. Some people, they get it from their aunts and uncles. Some people, they get it from their siblings. Some people, they get it from their teachers. Some people, they get it from books. Some people, they get it from, you know, wisdom. That's why we all, that's where people the book. Because at the end of the day, we believe we all, we're all connected to, the, to real, our forefathers. We all have it somewhere. So it doesn't really matter where you get it from. And it's so important that you never look back and say, well, my history is going to determine my destiny. That's just not true. For every strong, amazing, fully accomplished, fully evolved human being, there was somebody that had the worst background and someone that had the best background. That's not true. The, 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 The father of monotheism, Abraham's dad, was the provider of idols. Like you can imagine the dysfunction, right? Jacob's father-in-law lied to him and was a tremendous, tremendous negative influence, right? Like throughout life, some of the greatest people had very challenging childhoods. Moses grew up in Pharaoh's palace and spent most of his years as an ex-convict like David was considered to be the bastard child. Not They didn't even know if he was considered Jewish or not for most of his life. Like people had difficult backgrounds. It's not going to determine who we are. What determines who we are is how we work ourselves, how we work our minds. What we, what we do when, when, it, when we have the controls. And everyone has their own stuff that they have to fill in. Everyone has their own things. So some people, they everything was so perfect, they never really had to fight for anything. And some people, they fought for everything. So some people have to learn how to fight. Some people have to learn how to give in. Everybody has their own thing. And one should never think that I'm not, I, I, I've been given a life that is not, that doesn't enable me to achieve my own greatness. It's not how it works. It's not how it works. It's not how God created the world, as far as I know. But but it does require us to, to put the effort in. And the effort that we've been talking about is the clarity that we need to know what we stand on. We've got to know what our lives are about. We've got to know what we're striving for. Because if we don't, we're going to we're going to wake up one morning and be like, oh my gosh, I let life drive past me. Now remember, the car of life drives regardless of what position you are in the car. Time doesn't slow down for anyone, only for God. Time doesn't slow down. I wish time would slow down. You ever feel that way? I wish time would slow down. It's not going to. It's not going to. There's nothing that we can do to slow down time. 
the car of life is driving on the highway. Whether we like it or we don't. The only thing we can do is choose the spot to sit in. We can sit in the back seat, look out the window, and just let the car take us wherever it takes us. Let the world give us the news and every day determine the feelings that we have based on what somebody else is sending our way. We can determine what we're going to look at and watch. It's funny, I was telling somebody recently, I think I told this to you also here. Mike, we, we don't have a, 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 we don't have cable. We don't have a television in our house. We don't have cable. Like we don't have television coming at us. So, you know, if my kids are watching things, they're watching it on, you know, YouTube or whatever platform on the, on, on, on the computer. So my kids, when they want to watch stuff, they have to go and find it and watch it. So when we go away to like a weekend retreat or something like that, we go to a hotel room. So my first time, my young son went to a hotel room and it was, you know, Friday afternoons before Shabbat. And um, he sees this big, huge screen TV. So he's like, you know, get Paw Patrol on, my little one. He goes, Daddy, can you get me Paw Patrol? I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I guess. So we go on. Now the TV's a different thing. We've all got YouTube. But like, you know, back in the old days, like a year ago. So I go on on, on the screen and I... And I'm looking for something for him, like some cartoon to watch. And there's like a cartoon network or something. And it's got like uh, something else. It wasn't Paw Patrol. It was some other cartoon that wasn't Paw Patrol. So he said, no, but I want Paw Patrol. I said, yeah, I get it. But like, it's not on. Now, if you tell anybody that it's not on, the answer is, oh, okay especially somebody who's over the age of like 40. Like when you had to wait as a kid growing up for the Cosby show at Thursday night at eight o'clock, you remember those days. Do you remember those days? Do you remember the days? Like anybody here remember those days where like you waited the week to see what happened next? Does any, you know what I'm talking about? Where like the show is over and you're like, I got to wait a week. So he's like, no, but... No, but I want to watch Paw Patrol. So I'm like, no, nah, I got it. But that's not how, see that? And he's like, no, but why can't I determine what to watch? I'm like, the TV tells you. So he goes, why would they tell me what to watch? I want to tell them what to watch. This is, this is a conversation I'm having with my kid. And I'm like, yeah, because you, when you want to watch Paw Patrol, like you go and watch Paw Patrol. Because that's how it works today. You're in control of what you want to consume. When we grew up, that's how it worked. We just sat. And then the people who made decisions in some place far away in Los Angeles determined what we were wanting to see. And like, he was like, it was like, he was blown away. It's life. It's life. Pick your space. Pick your seat. Most in the back? Sure. Sit in the back. Let someone else put something on. You just sit there. Let someone else determine what you're going to watch at 8 o'clock. Just sit there. I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking about just the days of 10 channels. 
Remember those days? At least in my house, I grew up with it. I think it was six channels, CBS, ABC, Fox, Channel 11. I don't know what that is. PIX, Channel 13, which no one ever watched. Time is moving. Time is moving. In Israel, there was one channel. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Is that true? In Israel, there was one channel growing up? And you had to get up and change the channels. Exactly. For those who are just not following, just give us a minute. Just give us a minute. Let us just get here for a second. And for those who, who have no idea what we're talking about, just enjoy this, this trip down memory lane. This is a history lesson. So this, this accounts for credits. There was a time. I remember it. When you got up, if you needed to change the channel, and you walked to the television, and you changed the channel. All right, enough, enough history. Let's get down to life. But that was, that was, uh, I enjoyed that 60 seconds. We got to make a choice. Where do you want to sit? And if you want to sit in the back seat or even in the, in the front seat, shotgun, you don't got to drive. You get to pay attention to the road and not pay attention to the road. You get to fall asleep if you need to. You get to wake up. You get to have conversations. You get to turn around. You get to look for food. You get to lay on each other. It's fun. Road trips are fun. Well, you don't drive, except for me. I can't possibly handle a road trip unless I'm driving. I don't know about you. I can't do it. If I'm not driving, I'm going out of my mind. We got to determine. Do I want my culture to define my values? Do I want my friends to define my values? What's defining my values? Who's going to set the foundation that I live my life on? If everyone in my neighborhood starts buying something, and now I find myself wanting to buy that thing too, does that mean that I'm in the backseat? I need them to determine what's important on my list of priorities. If something, this is by the way, for those who are watching, I hope people watch from high school. This is the life of a high school kid. Unless, unless you're unique, most high school kids are developing. It's a very scary, incredible time. If you're raising a, 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 an adolescent, it's, it's serious business. I remember high school. A guy walks in with like a new thing and everybody gets that new thing. Someone says it's an expression. Everyone says the expression. Like your whole life is being determined by someone in the upper class or like some tradition school. Like I played basketball because that was the number one sport in my school. So everyone played basketball or tried to play basketball. Like it, you, you're so... Your life is so determined by this tiny little thing called culture. Your little school. And that world that you're thrown into, with the people that you had no choice but to be around, it, it creates what you want. It determines what we think we want our lives to be. There's a reason why when we grew up, when I graduated, everybody I knew was either a lawyer, a doctor, an accountant, or a rabbi. 
everybody, unless your parent, unless your family had a business that you went into, everybody, because that was all we got. Now, now you can be an entrepreneur. Now you can do anything. Why? Because the culture was different back then. And the culture of the generation beforehand was much more go get, a, go get, go support your family. The culture of where we are is, is driving us. And if you put yourself in the right environment, it's wonderful. That's very good. It's strategically a good move to surround yourself with people that you want to be like. Because, but that's you using culture to your benefit. That's a brilliant move to fight for the right friends, to fight for the right community, to fight for the right programs you want to be involved in, to know that I'm moved by culture. So I want to put myself in the right culture, but that's being proactive. But if we're not proactive, we can live our entire lives and not realize that the things that I needed in life, I didn't need. I'm only getting it because my culture said that was important. And now I wake up one morning and the life that I led really didn't have the foundation that I really wanted. I really wanted to be a, a bigger person. I knew I had it in me to do more. I, I wasn't thinking about it. I don't know. You know, like, I don't know. My, I got this and then, da, 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 da. I don't, you know, the years fly. The years fly by. It's five years. It's 10 years. You know that feeling? Yeah. The years fly by when you're in the passenger seat because you spend half the time looking out the window. Yeah. Road trips are fun. When you're sitting around and you snooze half the time, and then you listen to music and you do whatever you want to do. They don't fly by when you have to figure out how to get to five different places pre-ways. You don't fly by when you're thinking every single day how I could be great. You don't fly by when we're mini-sacrificing every single day of our lives. They move, but they don't fly when we push ourselves every single day. They fly when we chill. And I don't mean chill like we relax. We're working hard. I mean, we chill, which means that the world takes us where it wants to take us. I want you to think about, for those of you who are in America today, for those who are watching from America and you have even the inkling, an inkling of interest in politics, I want you to think about how many hours you spent over the past year that you'll never get back. I think about that all the time. Hours I spent being told things from news organizations that I'll never get back. You got to be informed. You got to be a, a citizen. Think about it. How many hours that we spend not living our values, effort that we put into life, exhaustion that didn't build the foundation that we are the most proud of. It's because we don't have the clarity enough of our values. We don't know what our lives stand on. Some of us do more than others because we thought about it or because we have people in our lives that have showed it to us. And that's amazing. But the goal of the boost is not to pat us on the back. The goal of the boost is to push us. That's why I want to push you this weekend. And come back on Sunday, we're going to do an exercise together. I want to push us. When I mean us, I'm right with you. Nan, I'm right with you. We have to push ourselves. What do I stand for? 
What do I stand for? What does my life stand for? We're going to do an exercise on Sunday. But until then, with God's help, what do my, what, what, what do I rest my life on? What are the values that I can look to and say, I have spent my life exemplifying or trying my hardest to exemplify these values. If someone looked at me, they would say, oh, the, these, this, oh yeah, he stands or she stands for A, B, C, D, and E, yeah. That's what drove every moment of her or his life. When we are clear with what we stand for, we grab the steering wheel. We may not be able to get there any quicker, but at least we're driving. But at least we're driving. And it's exhausting. And it's scary sometimes. And you feel like you don't got enough gas and you got to get to the gas station. And the Waze is trying to find the way and, you, and you're still and you're driving and you got to be like north, south, east, west, looking at signs and traffic is annoying you. But at least you're driving. That's our blessing. We should have the good fortune to drive our own cars. And we drive our cars by knowing what we stand for. All right, everybody. Next week, with God's help, we'll start delving in. What can I say? I love you guys. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the time. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. Good Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom. This weekend, think about it. Feel a little bit of the tension. Ask yourself for a moment this weekend, wherever you are, what do I stand for? If someone would look at me and say, what do I stand for? What would they say? As we clarify our values, hopefully we'll be able to have the foundation that can survive any winds, that can give off real fruit. And that can be the example and the role models to other people so they can be stronger and greater as well. All right, enough, 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 enough for the weekend. I can always feel the, the time clicking by. All right, Shabbat Shalom. Have a great weekend and can't wait with God's help. See you next week.